I done. I hit the button. Oh no! This is number right. eleven, ain't it? Probably number eleven. Yeah, sounds right. Number eleven. Yeah. But ours goes up to eleven. Yeah. <clears throat> James Tony just got the invite. Join. All right, everybody. Oh, see, it's easier, I think, if I join it, if I don't join it right away. Usually I try to get in there and then accept it, um, but I think it actually works better if I just wait for you to send me the... My cat is, like, sitting there meowing at me. <clears throat> so if you heard a well, meow, that's why. Very cool, dude. Um, welcome to the live chat, everybody. The Train Like a Ranger live chat, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and military prep. So you guys... Ask us questions. And making fun of Daniel. Yeah, that too. Pretty pretty uh, fun to do, I'm sure. <clears throat> um, so, what's up, guys? Hope you guys are having a great Thursday. Almost done with this week. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting we're doing it on Thursdays now. And, like, I know it's Thursday, but I'm so used to it being Friday, like, into the weekend. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, gotta get my mouse May- out of the way over there. What's going on, Gridlock? How you doing? Oh man, questions rolling in on your end already. You, uh, yeah. you act like you were, but you slow rolling it. Just mm. together. <clears throat> you gonna read those off? Or? Yeah, Sean's asking about Russia and Ukraine thoughts on that um that's a hairy situation for sure so it just reminds me of our so we have a group chat um with it's me daniel and a couple of our, our rancher buddies <laughs> it's just yeah. funny that yeah that was mentioned in our group chat but um uh, no, I mean, I'm not going to touch that one necessarily uh, political-wise. I don't really um, want to touch that either. But I will say that I actually did a, a deployment um, to uh, the Baltics up on the, the Russian border when I was in the 173rd. Um, it was pretty cool. It was super cold, though. Like, you know, you hear those stories about like Napoleon and stuff going into Russia Dude, it's a it is frigid. It is just like the Arctic up there. Um, we did some like cold weather training and stuff like that. They did a. I wasn't there, luckily. I had to go do a fist cert, but the infantry guys stayed and did a. They cut out like a rectangle from the ice, and just dudes just dunked themselves in the water in like cold weather gear. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, that that's uh, something else. And Tony's from Buffalo, so. Um, I mean, dude, yeah, I mean, it's a cold place. Buffalo's a cold place. Yeah, I mean, well, the Bills game was clocked at, like, negative 12 at its lowest point. The playoff game was negative 12. You got Bills yeah. fans out there from Buffalo, shirtless, just drinking Labatt Blues, just getting it. Yeah, it's supposed to get in the negatives uh, tonight, actually, I just heard. So Out here in Tennessee, it gets negative at night for, like, a little bit, but it always goes above freezing during the day so it's not too bad it's like up in those cold places it just stays cold oh dude yeah i uh busted it on the ice the other day just like i'm not used to that dude uh we don't we, we didn't have to worry about that in texas dude we didn't have to worry about walking outside and uh being on an ice skating rink at any point in time dude um <clears throat> so yeah sean i yeah that's a loaded question but uh trust me it's it's nothing necessarily well the situation definitely boiling up but it's nothing necessarily new um the tensions have been there for some time so uh but powerlift comes in he says running before or after weightlifting um i get this question a lot <clears throat> oh that's not good. Yeah. I didn't break anything. Hold on. <clears throat> Hold on. You can't hear me in the headphones. Well, are you? Oh, you're you're here. It's me. 
I guess oh, it was his fault. You guys all hear that? It was, that is the first time he's no, ever no, no, no. accepted a responsibility. This no, is, dude, I'm clipping this. This is going to be a YouTube short, dude. That right he, there. He distracted me and I disconnected something. Um. So anyways, uh, anyways, uh, power lift. It, I get this question a lot and it could, it could be either or. So you can, some guys do the two a day thing. Uh, what was the question? Running before or after weightlifting. So you could do it either way. I guess it depends on the type of running you're doing. No, but it, I'm, I'm going to, that's not even true. As far apart as possible really is, is the best answer, uh, especially if you're doing any of these programs, like spreading those out to the best of your ability is going to be your best option realistically. Um, Cause you're just going to hurt your workout or your run. If you do them too close together. I guess it, well, it goes back to what I was saying. It depends on what you're trying to accomplish. So, you know, if you are, if you're doing like a steady state run, sure you could do, you could do a steady state run. Uh, I mean, even after your workout, you're going to have some jello legs after a TLR leg day. Um, but you could, I mean, there is some active recovery in that. There's some circulation happening. You can treat it as more of a cool down now if you're trying to get after it like tony said if you're trying to get after it and break barriers and improve times then you want to space those out you can treat it like a two a day um that's what i was going to say before some guys will run the like the running program and the um and like the advanced military prep program that's a that's a popular one that people run together and i'll tell those guys i was like you could do it either way but typically what I see most people do is they'll do the running part in the morning and then they'll do the lifting in the evening. So I see that a lot, but really it could go either way. Um, I don't think there's too, I don't think it matters too much. It's more of a personal preference for you. Would you rather um, run post lifting? Like Tony said, if you do the 10 by 10 squats, uh, are you going to want to run after those, you know, later in the day, or are you going to want to do before? I, my guess is probably before. Uh, before you get those gentle no, legs. No, just do what I do. I just, uh, I don't do the run at all. <laughs> <laughs> On 10 by 10 squat day, there's there's no other physical activity going on. Um, uh, that's a, yeah. No, yeah, obviously. So whenever I go to the gym uh, and I do the TLR Warrior program, uh, I do, um, I don't, you know, I'm old. Uh, my joints are old, but I don't run. I So I bike. I bike two miles before and I bike two miles after. Um, I bike w much faster before for my warm-up, and then I bike much slower at the end for my cool-down. But if you're doing, like, the comprehensive running program in com combination or even just the running days for the Warrior program or the um, advanced military prep, just spread them out as far as you can um, is really the best answer. If you're doing it for a cool-down, yeah, you know, do it before or after your workout no big deal but if you're really trying to like push your prs or set those you know pass those tests especially in the comprehensive running program getting those mile times down um spreading them out as far as possible is going to be your best bet yeah um i got another question for power lift he says ways to improve deadlifts so check uh check your form first of all so there's there's uh pointers again having good form will result in better recruitment of the muscles involved. So make sure you got good form, safe practices, and do more deadlifts. Um, I have a video on my YouTube channel that talks about proper deadlift form. And uh, there's also like little pointers for me. Like I like my feet more at about hip width apart whenever I'm doing deadlifts. I like having my, my feet under me whenever it comes to deadlifts. So I like them right under my hips. And that actually helps me get more weight up. Uh, really, it just comes to do more deadlifts to improve your deadlift. Though. Just ch keep checking your form, keep doing more deadlifts, and uh, and also all the other accessory lifts that strengthen the muscles that get recruited in the deadlift. So that's why I say be on a well-rounded program. Yeah, I, I, seconding to that, like the reason that deadlift form is deadlift form is because you can, with proper form, move the most amount of weight. Like someone didn't decide that was the form to decide that was the form. It's the form because it's the most proper way to engage the proper muscles so that you can lift the most amount of weight. So form is really, really big. Some people are like, oh, my form is bad, but that's what I do on my one rep max. Well, you can get a higher one rep max if you really, really focus on your form. 
because that is the proper way to engage all of the proper muscles for that specific workout and that exercise. And you won't, and you won't blow out your back and be in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah as long as you're, yeah, just make sure, you know, sharp, jerking, twisting motion uh, just from the back is the best way to lift things, of course. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't listen to that. <laughs> it's like, give me a lawsuit. Uh, <laughs> Disclaimer, don't do that. <laughs> Jerk and twist. Uh, yeah. Short twisting motion. Uh, mm. <laughs> I heard, uh, I was actually, uh, my first deployment, I heard a, uh, I don't know if it was a team leader, squad leader. And this wasn't a ranger, by the way. This was, uh, this was, uh, uh, somebody in the army was telling somebody else. He's like, well, rangers sure are in the jerk. army. Yeah, yeah. But same, same, but different. <laughs> so this guy was like, he's basically telling this, uh, this woman he's like jerk it from the floor he's like when it comes to the deadlift he's like jerk it from the floor and he was like just this ugly catch and i was like oh man like i just it was hurting my back dude oh it, well back. your shoulders too like all that stress just like all automatically oh man that yeah i don't like that that hurts my back just sitting here yeah and if you didn't know better you would want to listen to it because this guy was like a jack guy but uh make sure you're getting your information from a credible source there's a there's different ways to do deadlifts like i said i talked about the hip width thing but you know, you got things like sumo deadlifts and stuff like you can uh, space your feet out. There's all sorts of different forms and there's different, uh, slightly different mechanisms for the deadlift. But if you're just talking about a standard deadlift, that's what I like to do. You can check again, check my YouTube video on the deadlift. I am pretty uh, in depth with the form there. It's really, uh, really, uh, really good pointers. And I think that's a good thing to reference and then just go in there and lift more weight. In our deadlift video, that's not you, right? That's is that that one, Thomas? No, no, no. Tom Tom does some of the power lifts. The power lifts. Okay, I just didn't know if you yeah. did deadlifts or not. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't. I wasn't coming at you. I, I'm you. No, I'm used to you coming at me. I know. So I know. That's how I'm, I, I agree. I'm just letting you know. I wasn't. I just didn't know if it was because uh, we have for our power cleans and stuff. Uh, Thomas DiPietro, who has a podcast with us, he does. Uh, it's him in the videos of those ones. I just wasn't sure. Yeah, he's a, he's better at the power clean than I am. Yeah, he's a, we'll admit that he's, yeah, really he's a big ass dude <clears throat> yeah <laughs> so yeah thanks to tom if you guys don't follow tom go follow tom DeVitrio. he has good uh he has some other good like exercise stuff so like if you guys just want to go get some freebies he's got some good little exercise segments that he throws in tom's always been a supporter since i had 200 followers so uh tom's a big friend of um of train like a ranger he he helped me do those power lifts dude because uh, he looked really good with it um so yeah, go check him out, Tom DeVitrio, or and or Fort Delco is uh, also his entity as well. So, uh, I got one on my end. Uh, Aiden says I'm currently 18 years old in high school, thinking about signing an 11 Bravo contract, then attending RASP. How much do PT standards really matter in RASP? I'm in very good shape for my age. I also have a background in still ring gymnastics and can easily pass PT standards. This is my dream, and I want to be fully prepared uh, to the best of my abilities. Uh, I'm not going to lie. So uh, people hate on gymnastics all the time. If you're a gymnast, like gymnasts are in just disgustingly good shape. It's just disgusting. Um, So in terms of the actual just the PT test events, I bet you'll probably blow those out of the water. Um, But keep in mind that a PT test is very important. And is one of the critical events, but it's only one of the critical events. So you also have your uh, 12 mile ruck march, uh, your five mile run, which is a little bit more, you know, endurance running, which is a a skill more than just a fitness test. Um, But they matter a lot. I mean, if you fail your PT test to ranger standards, you don't pass RASP. So it's very important. Um, But if you're in really, really good shape, the PT test is not going to be much of an issue. You're probably going to run into more issues, uh, especially if you do still rings with lower body uh, impact is going to be probably your biggest issue uh, in terms of like with the ruck and, you know, log carries and things like that. I know like swimmers, for example, get shin splints and things like that. So, um, yeah, I don't think you being in shape is going to be a problem for you no uh, <laughs> yeah that functional fitness is huge man and uh you know i always joke about like the standard dude fitness is uh, things like all bench press and curls and and stuff like that like dude when it comes to functional fitness like first of all you call your core your core for a reason so ab your abs dude this is the center this is the center of everything about you also 
your core is a cylinder too. So focusing on the posterior side as well, is so huge, but that's something that I, I feel like a lot of dudes don't focus on, right? Like we want to go in there and lift big weight and it makes sense. And that, that's great to do, but go take some of you dudes, go, go take a Pilates class. Seriously. Like <laughs> it, so, it sounds like I'm being funny, dude. It'll smoke you. I promise. So it's, it's funny. Like I, I was in a, at a fitness expo, um, when I was working for the college and, uh, you know, we did a, did a Pilates class. Like there's all these different things we were going to. And there was like some Jack dudes that were going in, like, all right, I'll try this. And, uh, and they were getting smoked. Like they couldn't, they couldn't keep up. And it, it's that functional fitness. So you being a gymnast is, is a great thing to have. Like think about doing an obstacle course, your stability, your mobility, your functional fitness, like absolutely is only going to help you. So you dudes listening who don't do more functional fitness and calisthenic movements, uh, you may consider working more of that. in. And like I said, our programs do introduce those things as well. Yeah, that, and I mean, I'm in, I'm in the DMS all the time on the train, like Ranger Instagram, letting dudes know like, Hey, like, even though it's your off day, like some yoga, some Pilates, like all that stuff is like really, really helpful. Um, in like the long term, keeping you not only at your best for a longer period of time, but like giving you the ability to do some of those like way, way higher up functional fitness. Uh, like you mentioned, the obstacle courses. I mean, the over under, the the V wall with the over under is like tough for people. I mean, we go to these obstacle courses. There's the the team building ones where they're like really, really hard puzzles where you're like balancing on things, moving you know wood to get a plank to walk across. Like all that stuff is tough. And if you're a, a gymnastics, Pilates, like all those things are really, really, really good for uh, that like high degree of functional fitness. Dude, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember that one. Uh, Zulk says uh, gymnastics goes hard. Then he said Ragnar hot yoga question mark exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that's our next thing. Uh, I think we're gonna actually work on. Uh, Daniel's gonna do a jazzercise. Uh, you guys can buy it on VHS. Um, it's just it's it's three easy payments of eighteen ninety nine. Um, it'll be great. Yeah. Get Go you in one of those breath, leotards dude. with the with the leg warmers and the <laughs> that's, a, that's on my OnlyFans, dude. That's on my OnlyFans. Um, I think it's the Jacob's Ladder. That that's the one that um I used to dread one of the obstacles, and I remember I almost fell pretty good distance on one of those. Well, yeah. Well, you're I mean you're five three, so I, your arms I, are pretty I, short. So it's a little bit tougher if you're if you're as short as Daniel is to do some of those obstacles. I'm, I'm average height, guys. I'm five nine. He, dwar- he tries to dwarf me every stream. <laughs> well, that's because I'm not there in real life. If I was there in real life, I would actually dwarf you. So oh, yeah. I got to make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> like two inches. Got tall. him. First Full of, of it, dude. Don't I'm like three guy. inches taller than you. Fine, I'll give, I'll give you three, dude. Nathan says you're echoing. I'm echoing? Or you are echoing? I don't know. I don't know. Probably you, dude. You're I doubt it's me, but... Shelton says, what other units have you guys been a part of? Were you in them before or after regiment? So, James... I'll let you yes. answer first. He said no. Uh, uh, now I'll no. <laughs> Uh, no. Yeah. So Daniel did a, a one and done contract with regiment. Um, I was in the 73rd intro in first bet. I was in the 82nd airborne and I was also in the 173rd airborne brigade. Um, I was in them both after, uh, regiment. <clears throat> I've talked about it a couple of times. I'll go into a little bit more in depth. That seems like a, sh- in de- I, that's not a very in-depth answer but um yeah so I, I did both i was actually i i talk about it all the time um i don't like guys know to ask questions sometimes too that um i actually think that the regular army is a good place to go for for some of the mos's not as much with the 11 bravos but 13 fox 68 whiskey things like that like people operate at different levels and no matter what's going on who you're deployed with what unit you're in you'll end up working with other people who do things maybe a little bit differently. So the wider your scope is, the easier it is for you to plan, prep, and execute certain scenarios when other people or other units are involved uh, in a certain scenario. So I tell guys all the time, like one, if you can't get an option 40, but you really want to join the army, go ahead, join the army, go to a normal unit. You'll learn a lot about the army, a lot about your job. You can get a RASP contract from there. Uh, Go into RASP with a little bit more army knowledge because me and 
Daniel went into rasp. I didn't even know it felt paperwork on the army. Like we went just like we just you know hammered through twelve months of a of the you know track from basic to to get to bat. And I didn't know like how to fill out paperwork, how to read my paycheck. Like I had no idea how to do almost any of that stuff. Um, and I think that if you can't get an option forty going into the regular army, learning how to do all that stuff, and then when you get to bat, all you focus on is being a better ranger because you already know how to be in the army. I think that can go a long way. So I tell guys all the time not to just, you don't always necessarily have to wait for that option 40 contract because you can drop those packets at your unit. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, I, I dude, relax. It's my turn. Okay. He said I was echoing. I don't know how to fix that. So you it should be good now. I think echoing. you were, I think you were messed up. I think you're good now. Okay. Well, the echoing is fixed. I don't know. You're still probably messed up. But uh, All right. So GA says, what makes RRC so special in comparison to other tier one units? Um, i try to avoid the tier talk. Uh, what helped me when I was talking about the special forces thing when I was dogging on them. But um, yeah, so the difference really GA is um, really mission set. That's really the, the big difference between any tiered uh, special operations unit is mission set. It's it's really the the biggest uh, takeaway, the biggest difference between SF and Range Regiment and SEALs and things like that. So your mission set, everyone is kind of trained, especially as you get into those tiers. You're you're trained to do one thing really really well, and then you're called on to go do those things when they need to get done, so they know who to call. Uh, that's really the best answer I feel comfortable giving you. Yeah, it's each jaw or each uh, group has a different focus right like there's definitely crossovers but some have more expertise than others that's why you know there's the there's always the jokes and the the uh the military banter but each group is going to have a different thing to bring to the table and that's really that's really the gist of it so yeah like when they and they talk about too like banter and like i'm better at this blah blah but like if you had one tiered social operation that I said try to do a job that they weren't trained for the one that they the other group that is trained for is going to be better at it and vice versa 100%. so it just that's just how it works like everybody kind of has their own niche um and they're they're so capable at that it's disgusting but that's what they do yeah yeah um let's see Ways to improve and prep for five mile run for RPFT. Um, comprehensive running program is a great program. Uh, also, things like the advanced military prep program that also focuses, that's a well-rounded fitness routine as well. But if you're looking specifically for running only, you can get the comprehensive running program. Um, really just go out there. Here, here's some, like, uh, just some general advice. Go out there and, and run more. Um, like I put out a video on YouTube and that's a great uh, segue for that. I talk about PT test improvement. And in that video, I talk about ways to improve run time. So I talk about um, interval running. I talk about, you know, mixing in some steady state running, uh, checking your shoes and uh, eating a proper diet, all sorts of things. So make sure you go check out our YouTube channel. We are always uploading more and more things. Um, so that's a good resource. So go check out that PT test improvement video. Uh, yeah, also, um, all along with everything he said, which is great advice, um, you'd be surprised at how much, like, lifting legs is going to help you in a run as well, so, uh, strengthening those muscles is going to go a long way as well. And that was brought up in the video, too, strengthen the, the muscles that propel you forward. And oh, yeah, just take my, take what I said, and yeah, no, it's fine, dude. I already, I already <laughs> covered it. <laughs> I wrote that script. I, I think I said that. In the, I actually don't know <laughs> if I said that. In the, no, that's great. That is a good point. Um, uh, Aiden says, thank you so much for the reply. It means a lot. Of course, Aiden, that's what we're here for. Uh, I should have added on to my question and asked, how did y'all deal with sleep deprivation and little food as someone who's used to dieting hard and sleeping a lot? Um, <laughs> this is a question. I don't even know we get this question a lot. We talk about this kind of a lot. Uh, you don't. You just you mental toughness is really where it comes through. So you can't train for it, you can't prep for it. 
you know, you just have to be mentally tough enough to handle it. Um, and that's really, I mean, we have a, a YouTube video about, about mental toughness and exercises that help you kind of, um, get through difficult things, but it's the same when you're out in the cold, like you really just got to try to tell yourself, like, it's not that cold, you know, you're not that hungry. You're not that tired. You're most certainly that cold. You are definitely that tired and you are super hungry, but that mental push can kind of get you over that that hill a little bit to make it so that you can operate under those conditions um, and push yourself through them while kind of pushing them to the the back end of your brain. Yeah. Um, you, you know, in, in you'll hear people say, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. You know, if they're looking at, uh, maybe they're looking at war stories or like a hard situation, I couldn't do that, right? Uh, sometimes you won't have a choice, so sure you can. Um, and really the tough yeah. part is just keeping a positive mind while you're in the suck because sometimes you're not going to have a choice. You're going to be in it, and, there, and there's, a, there's only one way. Like you, you're going to exist through it. So sometimes guys learn a lot about themselves in those type of situations where they're there, and, uh, and there's no way out of that situation. So sometimes you're not going to have a choice. So sure, you can do it. You can do all those things. And, uh, and uh, the military is a, a good place to put you in those situations where you, you, you figure out just what you can do. Oh, uh, did your did your Instagram yeah. just go down? I think so. Okay. Uh, well, we're still live on on YouTube. Um, cool. If you want to reinvite me, you can. Um, so, Aiden, since you actually that question was on on this side of YouTube, I can I can continue to answer it. Um, and this gets posted to YouTube, so you know we'll let the Instagram guys know. Uh, I also think that that's a good point, but there are times like in RASP when when there's not necessarily you do that or you know you don't make it there is at cold range the shed with heat and food and sleep inside so mental toughness is a huge part of it because realistically um when you're at cold range you know say you're in rasp at cold range and you know like all i gotta do is say that i can't do this anymore and i'm gonna get food and i'm gonna get warmth and i'm gonna get to go to sleep so that's when the mental toughness comes in really so like you know, say you're on deployment and you guys are out there doing it and you got to do it to get back and be, you know, to make it. <clears throat> um, obviously, you know, most people are going to use hear about people lifting up cars with, you know, adrenaline. It's really a lot harder when you have the option to not do that anymore. You know, that's that's when it gets the toughest and that's when the mental toughness is super, super important. Um, so there's no way for you to just kind of dismiss it. You just have to be stronger than those feelings. And I've, I've said this on a couple of times. So we have a video talking about mental toughness and all the positive thinking. Uh, I am I'm the opposite. And I will. I know this is not like the right way to do it. And people, you know, say, you got to think positively. I'm the opposite. I see that as a competition with hunger or sleep or whatever and i say you're not going to beat me i don't care how tired i am you're not beating me that's not going to beat me today that's a great tool <clears throat> actually uh, there was a when you were saying that in one of the other lives i was actually what i was trying to say is i was going to tell a story i was like an example of what not to do is i was going to tell a story about beating the crap out of my rucksack <laughs> listen <laughs> sometimes it deserves it <laughs> but, but uh, that actually is a, uh, I was actually going to agree with you, but sometimes I got cut off in the video, but yeah, that's absolutely a great tool. Get angry. If it, if it works for you, get angry. Um, I have it's my uh, secret, Daniel. I'm always angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I would say as I've gotten older, you know, obviously, um, I'm a lot more mellow, but whenever I was younger, I was angry all the time. Do you know, so, you guys don't even know. <laughs> I mean, Tony knows. Yeah. Um, I had a, I had a temper problem and that was, that was actually um, a tool that I would use too. So exactly what Tony's saying, I would do the same thing. And if I felt like I was being challenged or sometimes I would create it out of thin air, but if I, I would find a challenge in things, or if I felt like somebody was challenging me or something like that, that's what made me want to be better. So um, I was going to overcome the situation. So um yeah actually that's a good point i mean that's someone's asked this before like what is something that you noticed um in people that went to range regiment past rasp things like that competitive i mean 
Yeah. If you go through RASP and you get the regimen, like every single one of them is competitive. I mean, we used to do PT. You know, we were in two different companies when we were we were privates, and um, we would our our team chiefs were were pretty close, and we would go and we would do PT together, like sports and all this stuff, and like we. Like that is you, you don't work harder at PT than when Daniel's across like the line for me. And we're doing flag football or whatever. Like I'm working because I am not going to be worse than him. I don't care. It doesn't have football is not related at all to being a regiment, but I don't want him to beat me. I'm not going to let him beat me. So like that's when you you really just got, everyone just pushes themselves so hard. So you know, if you can yeah, find everything. competition in something like that, it's huge. And they do every everything's a competition. Um, I'm better than Daniel point. at sports too. Just so everyone's aware. Uh, it's true and he knows it it carried over uh it carried over to post-military too i mean i still have that mentality um yeah because you get super upset when you get beat in all your tournaments (laughs) don't don't tell them that (laughs) no but when i go train i mean um i'm i'm always about everybody else's betterment and uh and the team and everything like that but there still is a part of me when timer goes bell rings um it's go time and 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 i think i learned that in the military there's that flip switch where there is there is a time for work and there's a time for um community and uh and i think that's a big takeaway from regiment too is uh you learn how to engage and put in the work and um and i think the best way really it, it, the best way overall is to be able to go through stressful situations and manage your stress. But there's going to be times where you get worked up. And it's like Tony said, if you can find something like if that anger motivates you, if it gets you through, if it gets you pushing, um, you know, sometimes I, if I felt like I was falling behind or, or starting to slow down, I would talk crap to myself, you know, which, which probably isn't good. I told you that like sometimes term, negative but- self-talk like, Oh, you're th- you can't do this. Like you can't finish this run in time or you can't, you're not, you're going to fall out of this run that everyone else is, you know, I tell yeah. you, yeah, that's, I mean, as long as you can channel it into even not necessarily positivity, channel it into energy yeah, yeah to yeah. do something yeah, yeah. with it is, is important. So if you are negative self-talking and you're getting down on yourself and you fall out because of that, cause you tell yourself you can't do it. That's different than you telling yourself like, Hey, you're don't embarrass yourself. Get up there. Don't fall out of this run. You're not weak. Or you're gonna act weak if you. So you, it's it's a weird fine line to walk. Uh, it doesn't work for everyone, um, but you really have to find a way to kind of drive yourself sometimes because you're gonna find people in there that are gonna help you out and push you. But at the end of the day, there's gonna be times where it's just you. You need to find a way to channel those negative feelings into energy, whether it's positive energy or just energy, angry energy. Even you have to find a way to channel that. Yep. You, and you guys will figure it out really, you know, it goes back to, I, I could tell you all the tools, you know, but really what it comes down to sometimes is whenever you go to do it on your own, you're going to find your own way as well. So some things that work for me aren't going to work for you. And you'll figure that out. Like the more information you have, the better off you're going to be because you have things to reference. Even the little tidbits that they would give us, I would jump back and reference those little mental practices and stuff. I would take those and go, does this work for me? Yeah, it does. This other one, does it work for me? No, that that don't work for me. You know, so you guys will figure it out. You know, you'll figure out all the tricks and 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 like for me, like in Rasp especially, like, you know, if Daniel could do something, I was like, that's gotta be easy then. So, you know, because and that that's he's laughing. It's a joke, but it's not. So we went through basic and AIT. And so we actually competed even when we weren't competing. Like if he did something like at Rasp. Or, you know, I was not going to not be able to do things like that. So it helped drive me a little bit, too. So you'll find people to compete with as well as yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you will. Yep. Gridlock says, no way around sleep deprivation. That is, yeah. Yeah, it just sucks. Fight through it. it I mean, even if you don't go into regiment, like, you just go to the normal army, like, it still happens. Like, it's not a, (laughs) that's an army thing. That's a military thing, really. There's going to be times where you don't get a lot of sleep. And you have to just do it. For me, it was the lack of food, dude. Like the times where that was relevant, the lack of food, I already didn't have body fat, you know? Yeah. Um, just talk about your muscle breakdown, dude. And, uh, and then that smell, dude. Ammonia. That smell. It's ammonia. Yeah, that ammonia smell. Yeah. Never forget it, dude. Um, 
it's it is your turn we got a little bit i don't know if you have questions i don't know if you lost the whole chat so so instagram we lost you so if you had questions you know send them or pop over to the to the youtube chat i still have that up as well so i have a couple on my end if you're not ready uh nathan says why why'd you guys get out we've actually had this question before um do you regret anything in your careers no actually you know i part of me doing this is because I, I i feel like the tools that i gained while I was in the military gave me all the tools to succeed beyond it. So um, for me, I got out and we talked about this before. I felt like I did everything in my career that I wanted to do. And then I wanted to see what else was out there. I joined the military at 18. Um, there was things that 17, right? I knew I wanted to accomplish. And then there was things that I didn't know I wanted to accomplish, but I figured it out while I was in. And after I did those things, I was like, okay, that was good. Let's see what else there is. And that, that was the story for me. Um, Tony, Tony, you can tell your story. Oh, thank you. Um, so yeah, I um I have a couple of regrets about my time. Um, one of them is not getting promoted to E6. Uh mostly that was a logistical thing. Um a couple of schools I would have preferred to go to. Um, more out of just like cool things. Like I didn't get to do like Sear School, for example. I think that would have been a cool test. Um I actually had I dropped the packet to do it, but they ended up canceling the the group of teachers that were going to come to brag when I was doing it. There are a couple of schools I missed out on, like mountaineering would have been cool. Um, you know, Sears School would have been cool, things like that. There's a couple of schools that I maybe missed out on that are, you know, not something you can really get in the civilian world. But when I got uh, I got medically retired and when I went in, I was having a medical issue and the the major he's a, he was a doctor he sat across from me he's like hey he's like you were in you know ranger regiment the 82nd airborne the 173rd brigade you've been to you know deployed to a couple different places he's like is there anything else you need out of the army because you know this is a kind of an issue that you're having you know we can try a bunch of different things and essentially he said like hey you did it He's like, you have this problem now. If you try to fight through this, you're going to make it a lot worse. You're going to have a lot worse. Everything It's going to be hard for you to do your job. Um, and I ended up getting medically retired. But I don't regret my time in the military. But there's a couple of things maybe I, I missed out on doing, more of a logistical reasons. Um, but I appreciate all seven years that I spent in huge, huge like increase to like who I am as a person today. Um, and it helps me, you know, bring that information to you guys. Yeah, no doubt. You know, and I, I say this all the time, you know, uh, it really feels good to give back to the to the community. And, and I think the military vet community is an interesting one at that where there's like this um, almost this moral compass for a lot of us to give back in some sort of way. And that's actually a really cool thing. Like I see Nick Ron, if you guys don't know. Um, Nick Ron's a good friend of mine, does the Warriors Next Adventure. He is constantly uh, doing things for veterans. Um, really, really cool things for veterans. I mean, he's raising money for these people. He's uh, taking them on big trips. You know, I just had Corey Flynn on the podcast again, which I sent him. I sent him some stuff, but I mean, he just he just wanted to be on the podcast again just to give people information that may help them in their and he, career. He's huge to mental health side of it as well, um, which I know is a big problem for veterans. But, you know, I appreciate being able to give out information because we've talked about it before. I mean, we went in essentially blind um, and I had no idea what I was in store for. So like you guys, you know, being able to pass that information on to you guys, um, giving you a, a good way to plan and prep and prepare yourselves for this thing. Um, and I know that maybe some people are like, oh, you shouldn't give away all the information or whatever, but like the better you are when you show dredgement, the better of a ranger you're going to be for your leadership when you get there. So the better the organization you know, is. Yeah. So really it should be seen as, you know, helping you guys excel as helping, you know, you guys excel and then the unit excel as well. Sorry. Someone just texted me and said, what a loser. I went to mountaineering and all these cold weather schools and stuff like that. That's a buddy of mine in the army. He was in, he was stationed in Alaska though. So that was like mandatory training. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it, and it really is, uh, really is such an underground thing. Like there was a lot of guys trying to give out information about, um, about Ranger Regiment. And the, the irony of it is these guys, 
weren't necessarily in. Like there is some guys that wrote books and stuff, but um, you know, I had a lot of guys reaching out to me back when this was, this was uh, just, I was going to write workout plans for people and I saw the need for it. And I was like, man, just a little bit of, a little bit of guidance is going to go a, lot, a long way. So it's kind of cool that, uh, that, that you guys are here to get it. So. Um, is it my turn? Sure. Sure. <laughs> Uh, Peyton Z says, is it true Rangers and other special operations guys are not allowed to post on social media about the job? Uh, I mean, it's not like we've talked about it before. It's not necessarily like illegal for lack of a better term, um, to post on social media, but there are things that are considered, um, like secure information that you can't post. So like, you're not supposed to post where you're going, how long you're going to be there and things like that. But it's, you can Google so many things and get a lot of information that you sometimes in the military you think is like secret, but it's not. You can just Google it and get all the information. But there is a quote, um, pretty sure it's like back in World War II. It was like, it doesn't matter if you have the, you know, doctrine that the U.S. military uses. Uh, it doesn't help you know what they're going to do because, you know, they don't use it. So like when they go out, and do, they're not using that doctrine. Like that's not how exactly how they're doing everything. So they're doing things differently and things evolve and adapt very rapidly. Uh, so I would just say if you do get in or you are in, just be careful about what you post. Um, your leadership is going to be pretty strict about it, but there are things that you can post that they might not like, but it's not uh, not allowed. But I don't really think you should be posting anything realistically if you can avoid it. I just don't see the point of it. Yeah, realistically, the less, the better. Um, and me and Tony, that's why me and Tony, you know, we kind of watch some things that we say whenever we get certain questions because um, just don't want to give too much, right? We want to stick to the prep pointers and things like that. But some, some, uh, I would say just the less, the better. Anything operational, uh, that's just obvious. Uh, obviously you don't want to be like, Hey, we're going to be here, this location, this time. Yeah. Um, those are really the big ones. It, Cause and that's dangerous. It's, it's literally dangerous for you to do yeah. things like that. Um, yeah, it is. but we don't shy away from helping you guys out. Like anything we don't really tell you is more of like, it doesn't matter if you know that information or not realistically, that's, it's not going to do you any favors knowing that or not for most of the things we, we hold back on. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Um, I got a question about runner's knee. Uh, top of tibia meniscus area. Okay, so runner's knee. My my wife has runner's knee. Um, my wife was a D1 track athlete and had like she started developing all sorts of issues. Like, and runner's knee was one of them. And she was doing rehab for it. Uh, so what I know about it, what I googled about it just now, dude. <laughs> so the therapy here wow. looks like you went from <laughs> you went from flexing about how cool your wife is to not knowing what you're talking about really quickly. <laughs> yeah. So I had to reference it actually. Um so I know she was doing some rehab for a little bit. And one of the things it says here, and you can check this out. Uh you talks can about Google hamstring. it on your side. Hey, go Google it. Uh, <laughs> hamstring strengthening. Hip abductor strengthening. So abducting the hip is where you take your leg away from the midline of your body. Um, quadricep strengthening. So this is just overall leg strengthening. There is, uh, if you look at runner's knee rehab, I bet. I'll be right back. Routines. Uh, he's quitting on me already, dude. He doesn't want to stick around for this botched reply, dude. So there, anytime uh, you guys are looking to do rehab, obviously you want to talk to a medical professional first, right? Legality uh, stuff. So make sure you get informed uh, stuff, but know that online, a lot of the times I have some rehab programs and, uh, and like here, I'm looking at one verywellhealth.com exercise program for, uh, for runner's knee looks like, and has some exercises for strengthening the quads has like some straight leg raises. Uh, yep. There's some hip abductions, the clamshell, yep. Clamshell exercises. You see that a lot in therapy. Um, they have some resistance band hip abductions. Uh, you can go to my YouTube and look up like the, um, uh, fire hydrant exercise, uh, the resist span sidesteps. That's another good one too, but, or you can go to the gym, do the hip abductor machine, uh, really just look at strengthening, strengthening your quads and, uh, stretching out and, you know, maybe some leg curls, hip abduction, 
just focusing on the well-rounded stuff. Because what happens a lot of the time is, and I talk about this in a video that's going to come out Monday, though it's talking about the shoulder, a lot of time, a lot of the times that people are developing pain in their joints and injury, it can, it is typically from imbalances in the body. So looking to check your posture and focus on the weak areas and, uh, and stuff like that is, is usually great pain management and pain improvement. So Monday, we're going to talk about shoulders. That's already filmed, should be coming out Monday. Fall goes well. Film, not edited. I got to take all the dumb stuff he says. So, <clears throat> um, uh, All right, so it's my turn. Okay, all right. All right, so relax. All right, damn. Uh, Cruzan says, my ice hockey season is about to end, and I was looking into training uh, BJJ to keep you active along with training. I was wondering if you guys think the risk of injury is too great before I ship in June. Uh, one, Crouton, shout out to the uh, hockey players. I was a hockey player myself before I started wrestling. Uh, huge fan. I'm actually a Buffalo Sabres fan. And a little bit of a Nashville Predators fan. But that is besides the point. Uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is really good. Um, it's great, like endurance. Uh, it'll help you in some of the combatives and things like that. Uh, it depends on, like, are you are you going to plan to compete? If you're not really planning to compete, uh, most if you're doing, like, sparring and stuff and going to a gym and it's you know, controlled enough that like they're teaching you how to do things properly. So you're not getting hurt. Um, I don't think the risk of getting hurt is, is too high. Your main issue would, of getting injured would be more of a, at a tournament. If you know, you're refusing to tap and like a Kimura and someone like pops your shoulder out or something like that. Um, but if you're just at a gym sparring and doing it as a, as a, a workout slash training session, uh, I don't think the risk of injury is too high. I definitely wouldn't tell you to shy away from that. No, no. Jujitsu is, it's, it's, pretty much a low impact sport you can get some great um training in it it can be very high impact it depends on the intensity who you're who you're training with but uh, you can absolutely go in there and train smart um but if you're you know you may want to stay away from spazzy people if you see a new guy coming in the gym for the first time he's probably gonna want to do crazy stuff um and uh and so maybe if uh if you're not used to dealing with spazzy people, maybe stay away from those, stick to people you trust, and then your risk of injury will be a lot less because nobody's going to, you know, flail and, and, you know, injure you or anything. So, um, yeah, so for the most part, jujitsu is super, um, super uh, constructive. I think, I think it's a great fitness tool. You guys go in there, it goes back to that functional fitness. Uh, jujitsu is, uh, uh, I love it and I recommend it to everybody and I don't shy away from it. I think it's only going to help you in your prep and everything. So yeah, absolutely. Daniel, can you do this? Like you have like three strands of hair. I just need them away from this here. One? Oh, there you go. Perfect. You look perfect. <clears throat> awesome. Taking a screenshot. <laughs> um, it is your turn. I was about okay. to take your turn. Um, Let's see. Scrolling down here. What made you choose regiment over another soft unit? Having literally no idea what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in in the and I wouldn't change anything. You know, no. Absolutely not. Now, but but uh, you know, it really it really was that for me. The the enlistment process. You know, I I wasn't even sure what I was gonna do. I got a great score on the ASVAB. Came in. He was like, hey. I did, bro. I got a great score on that. Thinks I'm stupid or something, dude. Uh, and and the guy was like, "Hey, we have this option forty thing." Um, so one of the one of the jobs they talked about was Intel, and I was like, "Ooh, that sounds cool, right?" And then he was like, "Well, we got this fire support specialist with uh, option forty contract," and I was like, "What's that?" And he's like, "It's a ranger." And I was like, "Okay, so I'll go to ranger school." You know, I saw that on Surviving the Cut, and. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, really, that was that was it. I was like, I was like, that's a hard thing. That's something that I want to do. You know, I wanted to get, I wanted to get put through a challenge. So, really, it was as simple as that. I had no idea what I was doing. Didn't know what a tambourine was. I did not take any of the steps that you guys are taking or know any of the things that you guys knew. I just knew option forty had to do with the ranger. Ranger was ranger school. So I thought. So. Uh, before I start, rip. 
to the to the homies who unfortunately were at the uh, film for the rest surviving surviving the cut that was a rough go of it for them uh second of all yeah so i come from a military family uh most of them are are guard i had some active army uh, a little farther back and i scored uh higher on the asfab than daniel did and um essentially the recruiter told me hey you can just do whatever job you want in the army essentially like let's see what we got and my recruiter was a 13 fox and he said hey i told him i was like listen i don't want to sit at a desk i was like i'm gonna join the army i'm probably gonna do a one and done contract i was like i want to do something i want to do it if i'm gonna do it i want to do it right and he said 13 fox option 40 he's like this is the career track for a 13 fox he's like this is it he's like this is gonna get you so far ahead in a way and you know you're gonna do cool stuff you're gonna be this is gonna like skyrocket your career if you do what i'm staying in and i was like sounds cool sign me up and i signed up uh so i like i said it before um my family's military and i decided like i said i wanted to kind of if i was gonna do it i was against it at first and i said if i'm gonna do it i want to do it the best so far in my family like i'm competitive with you know veterans from my family like i wanted to do it the best um and but i didn't have any idea what i was doing really getting myself into yeah yeah it's work it's work it's a lot of work and uh and we found out real <laughs> we, quick <laughs> we sure found out um and uh in powerlift uh powerlift wanted to know our pt scores going into rasp uh, you know, that's, you joked about your first PT test in the army. Um, my, and my first, uh, very first PT test in the army, my push-up form was bad. So I thought I was going to knock out all these push-ups. I was actually pretty good, uh, at push-up setups and all those things going into the military. And that's what I recommend. I recommend you guys hit the numbers you want to hit beforehand. Um, cause people are always like, where was I at? Well, you can approve you know, while you get in, but I always say be ready beforehand. Cause it's going to mentally prep you. Well, it's worth, well that on, on that side note, sorry to cut you off. It's different now. They don't have airborne. So there's a little bit less time too. It's a little bit more constricted yeah. and constrained for these guys going in. Um, yeah. So we had like, we had a little bit of time getting ready between AIT. Like we had like, you know, what is that? Nine, 10 weeks to get ready after basic before rasp. So like mm-hmm. we had, you know, two and a half, three months going into it to even get, into pre-rest before so you guys don't have that yeah and it depends on your job too because if you're like an OSET, okay if you're an infantry guy uh granted <laughs> I, the infantry training is like 150 weeks now or something ridiculous they <laughs> yeah, really extended that but uh i really don't know how much extra time you guys are gonna have you know like we were forward observers and and we had some you know but uh even we were a little locked down. We had like our four hour pass on the weekends and stuff, but we could do some stuff in our, in our room, some body weight stuff. Uh, when we went to airborne, there was a lot of autonomy. We could have went to the gym. We did go to the gym all the time. I was going to say we did it a little bit at least. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, but even in AIT, I mean, I played basketball and stuff, um, they had which a little gym there too. helps you out with endurance and a little bit of weightlifting and things like that. But you guys don't have that as well. It's just like, especially like, Oh, sit, uh, you guys are going straight to essentially pre-rasp. Um, mm-hmm. For but like I failed sit-ups at my for my first PT test in basic training. Um, because the sit-ups in for PT test are a little bit different than like doing sit-ups as a form of like strengthening your core. Uh, but going into rasp, uh the only thing I couldn't max reliably was my push-ups. And it's because I'm kind of long and lanky, so I'm six foot and at the time I was like 150 pounds. Like I I'm long and lanky, so the range of motion was a lot, and push-ups were my weakest but i was i hovered around max i was either doing max one extra above max or like one or two below so i was like right at a 300 pt score and if i could max uh about well above because of my setups in my run yeah but um, like i said i failed my basic training first pt test and then i was at about a 300 going into rasp because we had all that time and i worked my ass off Dude, uh, mine was funny. My very first PT test in the army, because uh, my push-up forms were, was bad. So you guys make sure you hold a good plank. Um, I was like sagging in the middle, and I kept going down. He's like zero, zero, zero. And I did like five like that, and he's like, "You're done." 
<laughs> and so I had it in my 18 year old brain. Like I'm going to go here, dude. And I'm going to do so many pushups. Everybody's going to be impressed. <laughs> they, gave, they gave me zero. Dude. <laughs> DQ'd me. Um, and at that point you were only like four eights. So you only had to move like this much, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I will say, you know, whenever, by the time we got to our AIT, I was near uh, the max point. I wasn't quite there. I can max on the push-ups. The sit-ups was about at what the ninety percent tile with the way they used to do it. Yeah, see, we um, were like opposite. You're better at push-ups because you're he he is shorter than me, and it is a little bit easier when you're a little bit shorter. The taller you get, like the the larger the range of motion is for push-ups, and it becomes an issue for speed at that point. It's a it's a longer movement. Um, but realistically, yeah, you're the opposite. Like I was, the push-ups were my you know contention point for the max. Yeah, and, and that goes back to that PT test improvement video, uh, the tips and tricks that me and him uh, picked up. I mean, they were well-known tricks throughout uh, Rangers. Rangers have tricks for how they get extra reps on the PT test. If you ain't cheating, um, you ain't well trying. As... <laughs> right. Uh, so make sure you reference that PT test improvement video because we talk about how to train for it, but then also how to do your test because there's little bitty things that that you guys can take away and get more. Um, but I, I just say, be ready. So you don't have to get ready, you know? So, um, being ready beforehand, you're so, you're going to be so much, you're going to be mentally in a great space. Cause you're already going to be under stress by the time the, the military has you, like, if you're already physically prepared, there's not something else you have to worry about on top of all the other day-to-day -day stuff. You're already ready, you know, and you got that muscle memory at the very least so that you can snap too real quick. So, again, so I have said this a couple times about like maybe going to the regular army first if you can get an option 40 country. The more prepared you are physically and mentally, the less you have to focus on those things, and the more you can kind of divert your energy into the things that you need to learn after you learn them when you get there, like your job and how to be in the army and things like that. Um, the more prepared you are, the more focus you can divert to new important things that you're learning. Exactly. Yep. <clears throat> exactly. Um, uh, yeah. Let's do one more on on your side. I get. Yeah. I guess it's already getting late. Yeah. We're in that time. Oh, uh, oh man. Okay. So um, <clears throat> this is a question. A good question. We usually get a lot. Uh, how do they pick uh, for the eleven X's to eleven Bravo or eleven Charlie? Are there better ways to market yourself? Uh, to be an 11 Bravo. No, there's not. It's a, it's a numbers game. Um, they're just going to kind of grab people. You don't have any time to, there's no like tests or anything that really happened before you it gets chosen. It's essentially like, Hey, line up in formation. All right. This half right here. Y'all are 11 Charlies. The other half, you guys are 11 Bravos. That's, <laughs> they do it like that. Yeah, yeah that's, like that. that's yeah. it. I mean, there's no, you don't even have time. You're just in, in processing. There's, you don't even know your name. They don't know anything about you. There's, you have no chance to do anything before you get chosen. But again, and I will harp on this until the end of time. I love 11 Charlies. Like Mortarman are, are the best. Like you, you guys always think it's like going to be a punishment. Like they're like, you did bad. So you're 11 Charlie. No. Right? That's it, not the case. Yeah, it's just a numbers game. And 11 Charlies are great. Like, we are, we're 13 Foxes. So, we are worked really closely, like I said, with the 11 Charlies. We love 11 Charlies. 11 Charlies, first of all, they partied the hardest. That's for sure. Um, seriously, 11 Charlie is not like a death sentence to your career in the Army. No, it's a, it's a good job. Right. So, um, just be ready for either or. Both are, both are good. So, um, all right. You got any other final thoughts for me? Yeah, I'm going to take a question on your end. I feel like we're usually doing it. I guess I, we can do one more, dude. We can do one more. So let's see. Uh, just so you guys know. Question. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't, you seemed like you were looking for, I was just going to say, just so you guys know, I do screenshot, at least on the YouTube side, the questions and add them to a list on my end. So if we ever get on and, I try to, we do try to keep up with these questions. So, you know, if we're ever just kind of in a lull or something, I can grab these questions from wherever and answer them. Most of the time, if you guys have a question, someone else has that question too. Yeah. And, and we have done what this is number 11 now. This is 11. You know, we do them every week, Thursday evenings now. Daniel yeah, wanted hey. a really extra long weekend every week. So he canceled the Friday one and moved it to Thursday. 
don't tell these kids. <laughs> uh, but make sure that if you guys like listening to podcasts and stuff, we've done these. Uh, we were we do save the recordings, like you said, and they get posted to YouTube. Um, so you can reference that guys have asked all sorts of questions and we see overlap every, pretty much every time we do these, we see overlap of questions. So a lot of these questions are getting answered, um, you know, on repeat. So you guys make sure to reference, uh, some of those other ones. If you like listening to podcasts or, or and things like that, like we talk about these things all the time, so we could probably answer a lot of questions and like, and if you didn't get it, if you didn't get an answer this time, we do these weekly so yeah and we don't um, get upset about answering the same question more than once so no. you, you know feel free to jump in with your question whether you think it's stupid or whatever i guarantee you if you have that question or you don't know the answer a bunch of other people do too yeah yeah a- absolutely um the fact that it, it gets asked on repeat means that it's something that needs to get addressed so um keep keep on keeping on with it so powerlift says is tlr done making fitness programs no, so we're actually got some annexes coming. Um, I don't know. Why are you smiling, dude? Uh, he, he's been uh, he's been getting on me to, to write these annexes. So, uh, uh, yeah. Yes, I, yeah. So, so what I will say about the programs is, you know, there's a there's a well-rounded scope here. There's definitely some other things that I want to do. Uh, one of the things we we're looking at doing, which I do want to write those annexes, but we we're looking at uh these will these will continue to be here but we're looking at potentially uh, a different delivery system for how that how we do programs and interact with clients in the future so that's something me and him are going to talk about i don't want to announce too much here but um but yes we will have more annexes and things to go along with these programs there's a ton of options here uh that i think hit a lot of goals out there in the world but also we will look at um at a portal is kind of how i want to say that's kind of what i got in my mind but again i don't want to say too much here and we still need to formulate what's next but there are other things that we want to happen for the future so um those are all things that are being worked on and being figured out so yeah, like you said, I mean, uh, I've been trying to get him to do stuff. I don't know, guys. Uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, like you said, we have a ton of stuff in the works. Um, we are two people now, um, yeah. which helps us, you know, branch out a little bit. You've seen more content coming out on the YouTube and things like that, just with the ability to split the workload. Um, well, I guess more like I took on the workload, and then he kind of just relaxes. But um, no, so we have a, we have a bunch of stuff in the works, a bunch of stuff we're working towards. Um, if you guys have any, like I, I say this, try to say this every time. You know, questions, complaints, concerns, wants, needs. You want to see stuff. You want to be looking for other things. Like, let us know. Um, and if something that's feasible or even something that we can add to our list, something that we'll do down down the line in the future. Um, like I said, I work on a ton of merch. I try to add, you know, new cool merch to the store. You know, we got a couple of new sweatshirts and a couple of new T-shirts um, that steer away a little bit from the TLR branded T-shirt stuff with, uh, you know, just other kind of cool designs and things like that. Uh, a couple more that we're looking at that adding to the store soon. Um, some annexes, like he said, for the workout programs, um, some other kind of workout programs in general that steer towards different objectives, uh, than the current ones we have up. So, like I said, we're working hard, trying to do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's a lot of, there's a lot of vision to be, to unfold. Um, a lot of it is, is number one, just, it's going to take some time. Also, uh, to be quite honest with you, it's, it's learning the means to deliver it because the visions are there a lot of the time, the expertise is there. It's just, how do we deliver this in a complete package that is reliable and sustaining? That is really the difficulty a lot of the time. If only so, it was just like the, we just needed the idea and we were good to go. That would make our lives so much oh easier. The logistics oh behind all this is, is, uh, yeah, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot of doing. <laughs> hey, I was laughing. I was laughing uh, just to let you guys in a little bit. Um, I had uh, I had some friends uh, talking to me about, hey, man, you should do this, this, and this. And it, always great. Um, always great and always encouraged. But it is almost like they didn't think about, like, the processes of it. So why don't you sell custom engraved stuff like this, this, and this? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, so I got to find an apply. Uh, like, bro, supplier. if I added that to the list, that would be number 98. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So trying to figure out how to manage a lot of this stuff. Um, 
is is really the the key learning how to integrate it and deliver it and all those things so we will figure it out and uh and it will there will be more things so we do appreciate sincerely all the all the support um with with what we have i think we've done a lot in a short amount of time i mean certainly i was looking at the youtube dude we have like we're nearing like 300 videos on the youtube it's insane yeah 300 videos i've written articles we got uh, nutrition yeah. we got informational stuff on the website i've done so many podcasts on other <clears throat> platforms tons of merch we got programs and all sorts of stuff affiliate and, program now and we're here for you guys too so like you know what you guys maybe want to see and what maybe we have ideas for it could be different so like i said let us know what you guys want to see you know what you're interested in like podcasts like i said i have said this a couple of times me and danny need to sit down and, and really get some of these guests lined up for mos based things um if you haven't so next week we have another podcast with Corey flynn who is the the topic of the podcast about being a ranger medic um which you guys all love i mean that has easily far and away the most views on our youtube channel so another podcast with him coming out we're gonna try to nail down a 25 series a 35 series we can get a lot of questions about as well um so we i know maybe it looks like hey you guys have asked for this a couple times and we haven't gotten it um but we are working on it it takes a little bit of doing it especially with the podcast with scheduling and things like that can be a little bit difficult uh so i do i, I really promise we are just doing our best to, to try to get this stuff out for you guys yeah yeah certainly and and there are some cool stuff in the works um there's a lot of networking happening and uh like i said it's already come to you know i used to joke when i first started i was like you know i would reach out to people to be on the podcast hey you want to come on my podcast you know and, and before anybody knew what it was they're like eh, i don't know yeah maybe yeah you know yeah. and then as time has gone on i have guys reaching out to me hey i think i'd be a great uh, addition to this and so that's been cool um so there's a lot of potential like i said it, it's only going to get better so um yeah I, I mean yeah definitely only going to get better from here yep. so. um yeah mario jordan used to like you said hit the like help the channel out uh we don't really harp on too much of the the instagram or youtube live like little hit boxes of liking and things like that but um it does help the channel out we get to reach more people and get more you know the bigger we are the better the guests that we can get and things like that so yeah yeah and if if you guys again pointing back to the youtube if you guys have time go check out the youtube um hit the hit the subscribe it if you guys are into the military prep stuff there's a ton of stuff that we've put out that could help you out but to be quite honest with you too it helps us out uh, boost our algorithm we get more uh get seen more and we get to reach more people uh like you guys who may need the help so um so i appreciate you guys tuning in got anything else for him uh no have a great weekend guys like i said i i do screenshot all the the messages on the the youtube so i kind of save them to a thing of questions if we haven't got them before i think they're extra interesting uh feel free to message us on instagram and in the dms me and him uh me and daniel both will sign off with our names so we both answer questions and things like that in there uh sometimes you get both of us answering the same question um sometimes our you know things differ slightly or we disagree with each other as well um but yeah one of the best things about us getting this information out to you is that we get to engage with you guys and things like that so we love these lives we love answering the, the messages and things like that so yeah yep um so you guys be sure to tune in again like i said we do these routinely and and we'll announce it beforehand um so uh here's my spiel be sure to check out train like a ranger.com oh, programs <laughs> nutrition programs merchant apparel uh informational content and much more on the agenda uh i appreciate you guys tuning in sincerely and uh if you guys are doing so continue and for you guys uh, looking at getting a program get a program and remember to train to your utmost potential like a ranger have a great weekend.